she bought that? The 70s one? No, oh. I did. Oh. <laughs> Bitch. You're listening to The Fitting Room with Brooke and Bachuga. Oh my gosh. Hello, Jonathan. Hi, Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, honey? You know, I'm feeling uh, a whole lot better. Yeah? Yeah, today was, you know, I think I told you today was really rough. There's a lot of uh, concurrent projects that I'm working on that mm-hmm. I am, that I was left high and dry for. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Call out those girls, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, no. <laughs> Just, I called my mom in an emergency because she has to take care of Lucas uh-huh. and help me out. Because tomorrow I have a, a reporter from or a photographer for the New York Post coming by yeah. the office, and uh, I asked my mom, "I'm like, can you please clean everything up, like, like help me make t- everything tidy?" Oh, and uh, yeah, I don't even know how I, it's. Today's only Wednesday, right? Wednesday, yeah. yeah. We're recording on Wednesday again. This is now the second week because we've both had projects and things going on during the weekend. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. today is Wednesday. Uh, yeah, because last weekend you had to go to uh, Austin. Mm-hmm. You saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I did, yeah. Um, I went to ACL Music Festival for my birthday last week. Saw a bunch of great bands and musicians. I, I think I was texting you about Boy George. I saw Boy George in oh, Culture yeah. Club. He looked... What did he wear? He looked amazing. Okay. Um, he had this amazing sort of like Basquiat-esque like uh-huh. jacket on plaid um like drop crouch trousers platform mm. sneakers and this like super beautiful hat he looked so good he had wow. you know the eye makeup going yeah he sounded so good really he sounded so good i cried Amazing. i wow. cried twice oh <laughs> i love that you were just like I just, overwrought like, yeah i was just like so happy and like could not i've seen him i've seen him in culture club before but mm-hmm. i don't know it was just like hitting that day and i was just I mean, it was your birthday. Yeah, yeah I was just so special. happy. Amazing. So happy, but yeah. Cool. Um, but anyways, back to the post. So the yeah. post is coming tomorrow. Yeah. And then um, you're heading out on a little trippy trip, aren't yes, you? Yes, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to New, ooh, I don't, I think I, well, by the time this is out, people will know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to New York. I will be in New York Friday. Uh-huh. So I'm, I am I don't think I can disclose what I'm necessarily doing. Sure. But I'm going to be filming and we're going to be talking about museum pieces uh, specifically. So, which I thought was really interesting because today we're going to be talking about the Met Gala Part 2. Yeah. And the origins. You know, I've been thinking a lot about Pat Buckley. <laughs> Your queen. <laughs> Your afties queen. My afties queen. <laughs> and I just want to start. <laughs> I want to start there. <laughs> of course you do, okay. babe. <laughs> so to recap, remember how last week's episode we discussed the price, uh, the price increase in the uh, in the tickets the for the attendance at the Met Gala from, yeah. from $50 yeah. to $35,000. So oh, how how can we forget? <laughs> I know. So Pat Buckley was really instrumental in raising the prices, and uh, she was a socialite uh, married to a conservative uh, author. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I wanted to read this really brief. It's a her it's her obituary uh, from the New York Times. So it says she was admired for her sense of humor, which was caustic and irreverent, and she didn't always easily conform. Mm. She refused to give up cigarettes and puffed away even in non-smoking areas of her favorite restaurants. 
when they still had them. An illicit privilege the proprietors allowed. And she's quoted as saying, life is very difficult and everything kills you, <laughs> she once said. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> the only thing you can do nowadays is sit fully clothed in the woods and eat fruit. <laughs> <laughs> The I, woman has a point. I mean, <laughs> the no, woman has a point. And she was over like six feet tall. So, do you remember? Um, she was. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, do you remember? Um, you've seen the First Wives Club. Oh, right? the movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, of course. Okay. So, remember the um, the the socialite that that Maggie Smith plays. Uh, her name was Gunilla Garson Goldberg. <laughs> so, I have a feeling that Pat Buckley. Was the inspiration for that? Oh my God, you're probably right. Uh, yeah, because the more I've been reading about her in the New York Times and uh, yeah. like it, it, everyone, if you had Pat Buckley on on the board of committees, you were assured to bring in the big bucks. Oh, I with yeah. no doubts there. Uh, and uh, the last thing I'll note um, before moving on is that. It said here in the uh, in the obituary from the New York Times uh, on Pat Buckley, it said she was a major supporter of American designers and a fixture at many of their semi-annual shows. When she saw a design that she liked and considered versatile, she would on occasion buy it in six or seven different colors. Wow. A uniform dresser. A superfluous queen. Queen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> rest in peace. Whoa. Rest in peace, <laughs> yeah. Pat Buckley. Anyway, wow. yeah, wow. but um, so today we're going to be discussing, okay, our top, ma- I mean, this was hard to narrow, it was hard to narrow down. Yeah, well, we were so excited, you know, kind of last week jumping into sort of the history of the Met Gala yeah. and obviously there's so much to discuss. Yeah. I mean, you know, from again, like the ticket prices to who's you know, now invited or who's not invited, the controversies, which some of them, you know, we discussed last week. Um, But I mean, ultimately, it's it really is a red. It's a big red carpet that every all eyes are on this red carpet. Right. Yeah. Fashion's biggest. So exactly. So, you know, at some point, I think we were both just like, oh, we got to we got to tell everyone our favorite our looks. Our favorite looks. Our favorite yeah. looks. And so um, kind of, you know, getting back to season one a bit, we broke down some of Rihanna's best looks. Um, you know, we had the countdown for The Fifth Element. Um, but this time we're going to shake it up a bit. And you and I are going to go head to head, dueling top five, <laughs> if you will. I told Jonathan earlier, I was like, Johnny, get your dukes up. Yeah, I'm coming like, for you. I didn't know this was a fight. <laughs> I, was, I just wanted to discuss pretty dresses. <laughs> like, um, but you yeah. really aren't yourself when you're hungry. You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think we just like go back and forth and we're just going to do a little countdown okay. of... Um, our top fives. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we start with uh, our mutual top one, or what did you? Oh no. Um. Yeah. I think we start at number five and it, make it a true countdown. Okay. Dope. Yeah. So you take the lead. Oh, you want me to? Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna start. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be a gracious winner. Uh, winner. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's a little <laughs> jumping the gun there, bud. Okay. We'll see. Um. Okay. So for me, um, coming in at my number five, 
2018, at the Heavenly Bodies show, actress Frances McDormand showed up in Pierpaolo Piccioli's Valentino. Oh, yeah. And it was this stunning, like, royal like cape moment and remember she had the big like headpiece with all the like flowers and butter like it was just I remember like kind of when she walked onto the carpet I I I I screamed Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just like could not believe it I mean she's she's not obviously like a you know fashion girl yeah um at least like known as a fashion girl but Uh she always kind of like wears you know, uh, arty or like kooky outfits to like the Oscars, and and you know, anytime she's nominated, which she's you know multi-nominated, multi-winner. Yeah. Um, but there was something about that Valentino. I I have this image as my avatar, like yeah. for a lot of different like websites and stuff. It's I I really? adore it. I adore, wow. it. I adore it. Wow. I adore it. Amazing. Number five. Okay. Um, my number five. Oh, of course, I, I'm, I'm looking up um, McDormand's uh, outfit and the, the headpieces made by Philip Tracy. Yes. Of course. Of course. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, I just love it. I love him so much. Um, okay, well, let's see. My, okay, uh, Kate Moss arriving at uh, the 2009 Met Gala with Marc Jacobs. <gasps> The, I know that outfit. The theme that year was model is muse, embodying mm-hmm. fashion. So I just, I mean, Kate Moss is, I remember being in high school and discovering who Kate Moss was for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I was just like entranced. I'm like, who, you know, because I missed out on growing up in fashion. I didn't grow up in fashion, like related in the world. Uh, so, and and I think, just the, the more I saw of Kate, the the more just transfixed I was by mm-hmm. her like alien beauty and yeah, uh, and and seeing her, that beauty juxtaposed with like the softness of like the Grecian uh, silhouette that she's wearing in this uh, for this uh, red carpet, I I loved it. Yeah. Um, and then that the 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 twisted headscarf that she yeah she wore. has like a little like turban me mm-hmm. situation I thought and the matching platform it's like everything is like uh, you know me I fucking yeah. love monochrome yeah <laughs> and this it really was like just such a beautiful it wasn't like over the top it wasn't mm-hmm. like wild it she looked so gorgeous that year she really did yeah. okay so that year um. Two factoids. Uh, she was the uh, co-host that year, oh. al- along with Anna Wintour, Mark Jacobs, and Justin Timberlake. Ew. I know. Uh, <laughs> I said the same thing. I was like, "Oh God, do I have to say that?" Uh. Uh, but um, and fun fact: uh, Kate Moss would not attend another Met Gala until 2018 <gasps> for Heavenly Bodies. Uh huh. Was well, she wore Yves Saint Laurent? Wow. Yeah. I wonder why. I don't know. She kind of like yeah, left. She, she did. She, know, she kind of like did her own thing. Obviously, you know, she has a family. Exactly. And a daughter and all that business. So, she, yeah. you know, she's probably busy. Yeah. So that's my top. <laughs> that's my, that's where I'll wow, start. Wow. That is a good number five. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, okay moving on to number fours. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. My number four uh, at 2015's uh, exhibit, China Through the Looking Glass. Uh-huh. Um, Anne Hathaway ah. showed up in 
going, I'll go gold to gold, right? Like you just yeah. had Kate oh, Moss in gold. Uh-huh. Um, this, Anne Hathaway showed up in this stunning columnal Ralph Lauren, like it, it looks like liquid gold. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's this beautiful, beautiful dress. So like sleek and like just beyond chic, beyond chic. And it has a little hood built in. I don't know if she's ever looked more beautiful. I love a good hooded moment. I, I oh my mm-hmm. God. I think that uh, we more people should wear hoods. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know like, what? Actually, speaking of hoods, this is kind of funny. This is a little like what? off, like a little side. Uh-huh. Um, I was at the costume house today and pulling for a couple projects. Uh-huh. And I was um, at this costume house that I love and pull out frequently. And they have this like cute little section of Terry Mugler. Oh, wow. And I found, um, I believe it's late 80s, um, and it's it was like a black, cute little sort of, um, I don't know, it had like a butterfly sleeve, but mm-hmm. really like fitted through, you know, the bodice, obviously like he likes to do. Um, and then it was short. It was like hit just above the knee, but it had mm-hmm. a built-in hood. Cute. And I pulled it out, and I was like, what is this? Yeah. And I was looking at it, and I was just like, you know what? Uh-huh. This is so freaking cool. Like, yeah. should I take this? And then I kind of really? like- yeah, it was one of those things, you know, when you're like pulling or shopping for a shoot, you're kind of like, you know, I'll look at something and I'm like, yeah, this could work. And then it's like, mm, maybe not. And you just put it's put it the hood. It. Like it's like it's 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 either done really well yeah. or not. It uh-huh. like doesn't hit like it should. There's a fine line for. So for this, that, mm-hmm. this hood hits <laughs> <laughs> like Annie Hathaway. Her hood hits like this dress. I love that you said her name correctly. Annie? Annie? Yeah, that's... Oh, well, her name... Yeah, her, apparently her friends call her Annie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Because yeah. there was something, like, right? People had been missed. Yeah, it's people, like, people were like, oh, is it Anne or Annie? And she's like, oh, I, my friends and family call me Annie. Okay. I think, yeah, it was, like, one of those. Yeah. But, so number four, Anne Hathaway in the gold Ralph Lauren. A good me. hooded moment. A mm-hmm. good hooded moment. Uh, <laughs> for me, okay, my number four... Anna Wintour in Prada uh, for the Met Gala 2012 exhibit. So the theme that year was Schiaparelli in Prada, uh, Impossible Conversations. Ooh. And uh, she wore this white, uh, like this like ivory uh, gown with two lobsters on it. I know were... this dress. Yes. I okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. I know that dress. I know that dress. And I just <laughs> I loved it because that <laughs> that year, you know, it it was about Schiaparelli and Prada and this like the the affinities that both um, designers Italian uh, and their contributions to fashion. And I mean, like now. You know, I, I think last week we were talking about how uh, this was one of the themes that kind of like went under the radar. Yeah, yeah, it really and, was. Right. And but that's because of when we spoke about like the marketing and what what Daniel Roseberry is doing now, et cetera. But why I love that dress was because it it it, it proved it, the same impact that it had in 1937 mm-hmm. when Schiaparelli designed it with Salvador Dali, who hand painted the lobsters. Oh. Yeah, it's like now you have it, uh, you know, decades later on Anna Wintour, you know, like the fashion effigy and it still 
still really silly, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I, in, in my mind, I'm like, okay, so Anna was having fun. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, but, and then, oh, so funny because I was, uh, I went to this trip over the weekend and we stopped by the Cabazon. Um, <gasps> the Cabazon outlets? Mm-hmm. Incredible. And there was these like, uh, lobster uh, piece that was at the YSL outlet and I'm like oh why yeah it's really interesting like but I, I think it's like and I, I think I was reading the the, the dress has amazing history mm-hmm. I saw it in real life uh, at the at the Schiaparelli exhibition in Paris over the summer and um, yeah I I love it I think it's, it's so it's it, it's just so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. I'm like, why? It's again, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's just like what? I I'm surprised that Anna Wintour wore, wore it. it. That's why. You know, because we you know, as we discussed last week, it's she really was like did not wear much else other mm-hmm. than Chanel. Chanel. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, for her to show up in this and it has a lobster on it exactly it just it's like it's a little cheeky and it's a little surprising in a way yeah i love it i love this one (laughs) um okay so number four four. and i went to her in prada wow okay well hilariously Uh my number three yeah was uh the same year for the same exhibit 2012 scaparelli prada Uh um and that would be Mr. Mark Jacobs. Amazing. In Comme de Garçon. Um, there's something about... There's something about Mark Jacobs. I want to be his <laughs> friend. <laughs> I want to be his friend so, like, so bad. Mm. I really do. Yeah. I... Yeah, what a life. You know what I mean? Like, Can you just, describe the outfit? What do you like oh, so much well, about? Oh, well, okay. So, yeah, before I get into just, like, him as <laughs> yeah. a person, me wanting to be, like, his best friend. Uh. Um, so this outfit, um, Comme de Garçon, it's, he's wearing white boxer shorts and a black lace button-down shirt dress. And he has um, patent leather little, like, loafers on with rhinestone buckles. It's, like... Hot pilgrim sheet. Yeah, it it's the cutest damn outfit I have ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love him. There, there really is just something about like, yeah. I this was one of the first outfits actually that I remember of just kind of, you know, like clocking red carpet and being like, oh, I see. Like you, you're you're having fun. Yeah. You're having fun, and I think it was the following year. Do you remember Seth Meyers, uh, who who also wore the? He he. Oh, embodied, he dressed up. He dressed that, up yeah, as yeah, Mark yeah. Jacobs. Yeah, he did. You know, it's so funny. Sorry to cut you off. No, but no, please. Okay. But it's so it's so interesting that you also say that about this particular outfit mm-hmm. because that was also my for- foray into red carpet like lookouts because I didn't really care yeah you know like did my job and whatever but um I I was like wait like you can do that yeah you know I was like I didn't know that guys could do that uh-huh and uh especially on the Met Gala right I didn't even to be honest with you I don't even know what like what it was for um but I went out and I was like 
I need something like this in my closet. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. And then I I, recre- I I I found it in a vintage store that I love here in Los Feliz. Uh, the name escapes me. Squaresville? And, um, no, it's right next to Squaresville. Oh. I think it's real. I forget what reload or something replay? like that. Replay? Replay? Maybe? Maybe replay? It's like is it a, replay vintage? A couple of stores down. Anyway. It was. I found it there. I found this like like floor length lace gown in stretch. I still have it. Oh my and God. that day, I remember I was wearing just by happenstance, uh, red uh, red boxer shorts, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, no, and I have the photo still. I have. Oh my it. gosh! Please send was, it to me. I will. Mm-hmm. Actually, can we post it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll post it for I'll, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'll, it'll be one of the one of the montages. Yeah. But, Good choice. This I good choice. I, I'm. Mm-hmm. It just really is like so cheeky. And I again, love it. you know, it's we got into this a little bit last week, where uh-huh. you know, um, to the you know chagrin of Tom Ford, how the gala is now kind of like really just a showcase of, you know, the how to have fun with fashion, yeah. right? And so it's <laughs> it's just like. Seeing him in this outfit, I it just you know it really brings me so much joy. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Um. And again, yes, I just truly want to be Mark Jacobs' like best friend. Um. <laughs> for you know many many reasons, but yeah, number three. Um. Okay, what's your number three? My number three. Uh. Let's see. My number three three would probably have to be. The 1996 uh, Met Gala, the theme that year was Christian Dior, and it's Donatella Versace Mm. and Gianni Versace arriving wearing Versace. (laughs) (laughs) So so Donatella has on this ensemble from uh, her brother's Fall Winter 1992 collection, Uh which was uh, titled uh, Miss S&M. And uh, I love, I just... You know, I love the the relationship that 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 Gianni had with Donatella. Mm-hmm. He he was uh, he was inspired by her. He he's said it. You know, in, in every book that I've read about um, Versace, he always notes that his sister was his biggest muse. Absolutely, and that um, you know he would not he wouldn't move forward if. Donatella didn't approve uh-huh. fully. Uh-huh. And I just I love that. So for your sister to be like for to have that such close relationship, I love it. And um not to mention that it is one of the most iconic looks. I mean, Dua Lipa just wore oh, yeah. bondage. Uh-huh. Um, Kaya, Kaya Gerber mm-hmm. wore bondage. Lady Gaga has worn it. Naomi Campbell has worn mm-hmm. it. Beyonce. It's like it's 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 amazing, and then um and fun fact, uh, you know, talking on this um the relationship that the sibling relationship, mm-hmm. um Donatella was actually in charge of designing shoes and accessories in the very beginning, mm-hmm. and uh and uh, Gianni uh basically put her uh in charge of uh, Istante. I believe, which was like the diffusion line. Oh, uh, right, right, right. And uh, and all of this, by the way, is I wrote this down. It's noted in um, House of Versace by Deborah Ball. It's a really, really good book. I mean, it's 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 everything scandalized, you know. Which I'm like, okay, whatever. But the Versace family has like quite a history. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I mean, 
and it all kind of like ends with like you know Donatella uh, in rehab, mm-hmm. and that's what really saved her. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, but this, I, I just, I love that. Like, the photos I, around it, it's so magical. I'm like, they look like, I don't know, like bondaged angels. <laughs> I know. No, I mean, you know how I feel about him specifically, I but I, I adore her as yeah. well. And I know exactly what outfits you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just, I think maybe for me, it's one of, yeah, the her, her dress specifically is one of the most iconic looks in the history of the House of Versace. Yeah. So, yeah. That and the chainmail, the old uh-huh. and then the pop art. Like there's, yeah. what a man. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that, okay. uh, that one was, yeah. Good number three. Okay. I like that we're like not really like We're not fighting. competing. No, we're definitely it's not. not. A comp- it's not a competition. <laughs> it's just kind of like a, yeah, like a cheeky countdown. Yeah. Between definitely. two friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Wow. I can't believe we're already at number twos. Um, okay. So for me, number two, um, it's so funny because- you know, I said this last week where Heavenly Bodies was like the last, I think, year for me where I just really loved the theme and mm-hmm. everyone really carpet wise like brought it. Mm. Everyone brought mm-hmm. it that year. Um, but for me, number two, the queen, mm-hmm. Rihanna in mm. Margella. In that like Pope outfit. Oh, the Pope outfit. Yeah, and the pa- she had you know the papal hat and the robe and oh my god. Yeah. I I and in fact you know I had a really hard time once I got past <laughs> my little Mark Jacobs at number three. Yeah. I had a really hard time breaking down my top two and kind of choosing between the girls. Oh yeah. So yeah, but um. There's something about this look that I, and you know what's so funny is we even, in our countdown for Rihanna's best looks, Mm -hmm. um, I remember getting to this point and being, you know, it was basically between this or the Guope in, you know, that countdown. Yeah. Um, And I don't, you know, for me choosing between those two... Yeah, there was just something, it it was sh- not shocking, but it just really, it was such a, like, immediate conversation starter. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe controversial, obviously high fashion. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's worth noting that uh, Galliano designed it. I was it. just going to say that. Yeah. I was just going to say that. And it, and it references... Uh, a look that he'd done for Dior mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> for the fall winter 2000 uh, haute couture collection where he had a, a male model go down the runway with, yeah with the uh, frankincense or yeah, yeah uh-huh. and and um yeah it was it was awesome is yeah, that what I, it is I, yeah. I'm saying this is someone who is not Catholic oh <laughs> <laughs> but I I remember that moment on the Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I that's when I saw that I was like, oh, you know, knowing knowing who's at the helm of Margiela and yeah. like how Galliano sees everything. Galliano's been you know, he's he's lauded as one of the best storytellers in in, in contemporary fashion, I mean in of our times. Totally. Yeah. Um Yeah, I remember yeah. that the bleached eyebrows and everything. Oh my god, I know. Ugh, I know. Yeah, yeah, and I think, you know, it really oh. kind of was one of Galliano's first like major like 
red carpet moments after, you know, his fall from grace. Yeah. Funny, there's a there's a an image of Rihanna in uh, Marcella by Galliano in front of that Dior look that I just amazing. Yeah, because uh, it was in the it was in the it, oh yeah, yeah it was the in the exhibit. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Number two. My number two. Uh, my number two is really sentimental. Uh, okay, so Ooh. it's it's Anglomania. The theme was the, the theme um, in. 2006 mm-hmm. was Anglomania, uh, tradition and transgression in British fashion. So for this, uh, for my top, t- for my for my second, uh, my top two, I I chose uh, Sarah Sarah Jessica Parker in Alexander McQueen mm-hmm. with Alexander McQueen. Yeah, and oh, so I know, my heart. I know, I know. It's like two of these like fixtures in fashion that I miss the most is Alexander Lee McQueen and and Andre Leontali. Yeah. And, um, so that I was doing the research and, uh, so, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, uh, told Vogue that the event was actually overshadowed by her nerves Oh, and her, because she was so, um, she was so nervous around Alexander McQueen yeah. Yeah. because, um, she, because not only, I mean, McQueen was notoriously shy mm-hmm. and uh, uh, she was already supposed to, she was, she was, it was slated that she was going to be dressed by McQueen, but it was her idea to invite him uh, as her, as her, as her get, uh-huh. Oh my God. Yeah. So she, and this wow. is, so this is what she had to I say. Chills. Uh-huh. So this is what she had to say about that. Um, she told Vogue, uh, a bunch of things came to my mind that McQueen would say no. He's already been asked. He's called for. He's obliged. I didn't really know him well enough to be so presumptuous. Mm. So she said that um, she kept every single. She kept every single scrap, every single ev- from the fittings with mm-hmm. him because. He was one of her most revered designers, and she said also that um, from on the the car ride on to to the Met Gala mm-hmm. was one of the most. She said it was a, a silent car ride. Oh my god! She said it was a super <gasps> silent car ride, and um, I'm like tearing up. Oh my god! Yeah, and that uh, she said that you'll see like you'll see both of them on the red carpet, and her hands are behind her. Because uh, of just how she's like, the shyer he became, the more nervous I got. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I love, I just, I love that story. Because I'm just like, oh, he's so, knowing what you know about Lee and, and, and his, you know, everything about him. Um, oh, my God. What a privilege, you know, to. Oh, my God. She's. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, that was I, I know. do. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And they like they they like matched and they looked so good together. Yeah. Um they looked that, amazing. Wow. Yeah, I probably would have done I would have done the same. I mean, I kind of do the same in even in like styling. Yeah. Like I love to keep, you know, like yeah, if I'm for obviously like huge projects or yeah. you know, uh, events or anything like that, I I try and collect yeah, just like little like fabric swatches or notes or you know. Oh, I collect. Um, ev- I keep mood everything. Mood boards or anything like mm-hmm. that because it really is. It's just like so nice 
because I mean, fat. We've said this before. It's like fashion is fleeting, and yeah. you know we're always looking ahead and to the next gig or to the next party or carpet or whatever. Yeah. And it's, yeah. yeah, I can't wait to be like really old and yeah. like go through my files yeah. and be like, oh yeah, like th- this was the like you know yeah, I whatever. But like, how special to just like have that from Lee McQueen? Yeah. I, oh my god, I know. Oh my god, I keep ev- like you. I keep everything. Mm-hmm. I'm such a I'm such a nostalgic at heart that I've been doing that since I was a kid. Yeah. Just, uh, kept like scrapbooks and, and whatnot and, and, and books. And I have so many things still that like fill my shelves. And, you know, I've taken in I've taken to uh, framing all of my oh, yeah. all yeah. of my magazines and all the press that that my pieces are in. And I'm like, well, this will be it, it's a good um, not only does it serve as a reminder that, yes, fashion is fleeting, but it's it's something that I think a lot of creatives can, you know, we're not, we're always looking to, to see what we can get into next. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. So by putting it up on the wall, it's like, nah, nah, dude, you, you really worked really hard to get there. Yeah. As a side note to, but it's, it's beautiful. And it's also, I like that story because it's also really touching because, you know, you, it's, it's very humanizing. Mm-hmm. I oh. love, I love that. I, yeah. Like, it's not like, you know, these are, I, I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, there are real people with real emotions and real traumas behind every single thing that mm-hmm. we, re- you know, especially in this field that we think is so, you know, that is image driven and trivial mm-hmm. sometimes. It's like, no, it's <laughs> like it, there's humanity around it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Oh, my God. How <laughs> I know. do we continue from there? Um, <laughs> well, well <laughs> our top <one>. hilariously. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you know, we did discuss our top five before jumping into the studio. We were yeah. in the office and we were kind of like breaking things down. And Did you change your you know, top like, one? You know, like, who did you pick? It's yeah. Like, who did you pick? It's like, oh, well, this is my blah, 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 whatever. Um, and hilariously... Um, you and I discovered that our number one was the same. <laughs> yeah, I. It's Which, so, if it's not your number one, then babe. <laughs> I, like, well, what I thought was really interesting that I think that like three of your top looks come from the same theme, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I, I. You did a good job of like jumping around and like you know it, it being a little more like. You well, know, this is because I was like. I know that Brooke is gonna bring bring it this like, for- <laughs> and then I sit down and Brooke was like, "You wrote paragraphs." <laughs> I was like, "What did you do?" But uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, we came to the same number one. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you want right. to say what it is? Number one from Brooke and Johnny mm-hmm. Zendaya in. The Joan of Arc Versace. Yeah. Styled by our king, La Roach. Yeah. Um, yes, again at the 2018 <laughs> <laughs> Heavenly Bodies Met Gala. <laughs> um this for me, I can't I can't imagine it ever getting better than this. It's so it was so good. It was so good. She literally looked like she had just stepped out. Of like the French painting, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. It looked like arm. I mean, that was a point, but uh, I remember seeing it and I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, yeah." You, everyone else can go home. Yeah, exactly. It's mm-hmm. like you know what? 
Party's <laughs> over. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you at Pat Buckley's afties. <laughs> <laughs> My queen. You know that? I was reading that uh, the vision actually came to law in a dream. Oh my God, of yeah. course it did. Which I that love. Bitch. <laughs> because it reminded me of something, and this is on tangent. Like, uh, you know, I think it's like when you, as a creative, like some, you, you really do have to be attuned to the things that you see in your dreams. Yeah. Um, Giorgio Armani has invented colors. <laughs> wow. that he's seen in his dreams. I've read that before. Yeah. And um yeah, and and I I thought it was also very uh apropos because Joan of Arc herself saw visions mm-hmm. and that's how you know, she led the her people to victory and I'm like, "Okay, bro." Like, I lo- <laughs> again, I was like, "This is the shit I love." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. I Oh, God. I mean, this look, like, I just, like, I I can't even imagine, like, being there and just kind of, like, thinking that, like, you, like, you're in, like, a cute outfit, right? And I have, like, two other girls, like, at the same exhibit on my top five. Oh, yeah. yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, like, Rihanna dressed as a pope. Oh, yeah. She's there, and then all of a sudden behind... Well, actually, I think Rihanna... She's always last. She's always last. Yeah. So, you know, she was rolling up. But either yeah. way, I mean... But then it's like, yeah, like all the other girls that were there. Yeah. And then l- little Zendaya shows up in her cute little, like, page boy haircut. Yes. That was red. Yes. <gasps> no. The makeup looked beautiful. It was amazing. It was amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. This yeah. outfit. Yeah. I must say, note, because we, we can't love everything, right? I mean, no. uh, <laughs> We don't. Like, we really... We really don't, yeah. We really only... don't. I almost actually, like, texted you earlier, and I was like, should we, like, do, like, our... Like, the worst looks? The worst looks? <laughs> uh, maybe, yeah, I would think, yeah. Part three? Part I don't three. know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the only time I haven't been a fan of Z's look was the, the Cinderella one, where she was, like, a light-up... Oh, my God, I'm so glad that you brought that up, because I feel the exact same i was like "Ooh, no <laughs> i know yeah i know i i i i liked the idea i think it was like the execution for yeah me. the one that tommy hilfiger designed right it right. like lit up and everything and i loved the idea of like law as her fairy godmother yeah like them walking together because he really is like oh yeah the image architect he is the image architect like yeah he he basically is the reason why she is a fashion icon. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really is, I think, just such a true collaboration between the two of them. But I, yeah, I think it, I don't think it was the right designer for the project. No. But I get why she wore Tommy because, you know, she was doing, they have like a collection. I yeah, think that may have been the first, yeah, that may have been the first year that they brought the Zendaya Tommy Hilfiger situation. But yeah. Um, Which yeah, Law no, that had one a lot I... to do still. Like, oh Law, my God, are you kidding? Yeah. Law probably designed the whole thing himself. <laughs> like he, yeah. Law is a, and we were Law talk- is a king. Yeah, we were talking about how uh, when Zendaya won the CFDA, people <gasps> yeah. were like, people were like, well, like, okay, yeah. How much of it was Law? How much of it was Z? You know, it's like yep. it was a, it, it definitely collaborative effort. Oh, 100%. Um, but uh, and then Law won the CFDA for the, yeah. the first 
stylist uh, award, the first award given to a stylist. Yeah, so, the like, inaugural. They, made... they basically created an award. That's a good word, inaugural. For like for, for this. Yeah. yeah, because it really, I mean, you know, it is dependent, obviously, like per client, mm-hmm. but it really, like you just, the way that those two work together, it really is just seems like such a, like a collaborative project right like just i mean he's been with her from the beginning and like i really think you know obviously from i know that they had a really rough start at the top of it just because no one knew who she was nobody wanted to lend to a black stylist i've like read him you know mention and i was lending to him yeah you exactly and so um and then now it's like you look at where they are and it's just like holy moly yeah they're I love that pairing. I yeah, they just took off. Yeah, oh they, my gosh, shit. amazing, brilliant, both of them. Yeah, they 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 trust each other, and that's that's amazing because so I mean I'm, it happens so many times where you as a stylist, this is why I don't like styling because mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, then why am I here? You know, yep. it's like you don't trust the vision. Uh, then okay, why 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 yeah. did you make me do all of this work? Yeah, exactly. Oh them, my god, uh, this is a really funny actually. Um, so my best friend who is a costume designer <laughs> sent me a meme <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> this morning from this Instagram account. It's actually I think it was I think it was Fashion Assistants. Do you know that Instagram account? No. At Fashion Assistants. No. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. It's all just like styling memes and fashion memes and a bunch of other stuff. Uh-huh. But Anastasia sent me <laughs> uh-huh. a meme this morning that they'd posted. It. Uh, it's a little picture of like the cast of Scooby-Doo, like looking on the ground. Like everyone's just kind of like looking at it. it says, uh, uh-huh. And it says, me looking for who asked the random client tag long's opinion on styling. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's the thing. Like, you know, have you ever been in a fitting where... You're like working with someone and they, yeah, they kind of like look to their friend or they look to their assistant or their partner or whoever. And they're like, well, what do you think? And it's like, fuck my drag. Why am I here? I thought I was the professional. Too many times. Too many times. (laughs) This is why. Yeah, dude. And it's like, yeah, like I, I, you know. Too many times. I, I yell back though. I bite back. You do? Oh, fuck yeah. I'm like, you know, do you have any idea of what you're this is what i tell them flat out i'm like (laughs) yeah this is probably why i don't get hired as a stylist i'm kidding Uh, (laughs) i'm like do you have any idea who you're wearing or like how what i had to do to get this you're gonna wear it yeah Yeah. and then um yeah but it is that thing of where it's like it really i got into a fight with one of my investors on a photo shoot set oh yeah with my mom on my model that and and, you know we'd carved out i'd spent you know i and i i looked at her and i was like uh i was inside i was trembling (laughs) and i was like with all due respect this is my photo shoot oh Oh, shit she, she looked at me and i was like she walked away. And she I was said like, what I said. Yeah. In the great words of Mr. Law Roach, I said what I said. If you don't, if there's no trust in the room, yeah, right. And it, it's right. It's like why? Why are we here? Yeah. And again, you know, you and I have talked about this more, more recently. It's like the loyalty, right? The fact that Law and Zendaya have been working together since she was an itty bitty. You know, no one knew who she was. Yeah. When they started working together, and they're still together, and like, look at how far. They've come, yeah, as a pair and as yeah. a collaborative, you know, yeah, unit. 
Yeah. Um, it's so, so rare. So it's just every year and every look and any time, you know, she comes on the carpet, I just I get so excited. And you and I, again, I it's interesting that you um, you had this idea that we were going to be competing. Because <laughs> I was like, what? No, I we were just having. <laughs> I see. I see how you are. A little cheeky uh, uh, head to head. Yeah. We literally came to a conclusion that we liked everything. We like that. We like everything. We like the, we same, like the things. same things. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and we also don't. We also don't like the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we both had an honorable mention. The same oh honorable God. mention. That's right. Too. That's right. The honorable mention. Uh huh. So, All right. Who is it? Cher and uh, Bob Mackie at the Met Gala in 1974. 1974. Yeah. Baby. So I mean, that that's the the nude feathered mm-hmm. dress. That it was like the OG like it, nude dress. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The OG nude dress, and um, you know, it's it's interesting because I was doing the research on it, and um. <laughs> Vogue, uh, of course, Vogue covered it, and uh, this was in 2017. It, the, the the article is "Bow Down," Kim and Kendall. Ooh. Bob Mackie explains why Cher is the reigning queen of the naked dress. Yes, and this is how the article starts out. At the moment, Bob Mackie is bored. <laughs> <laughs> same, babe. Same. <laughs> same. Yeah, he says. <laughs> Mackie says nothing is very interesting anymore. Uh, He's uh, the the design, the designer said over the phone. He says, uh, "You just keep seeing the same thing over and over again, and there are no surprises." He says, "Unfortunately, you don't see much fashion anymore." And you know, well, I think that, yeah, that you know may age, Mister Mackey. Um, he it, it's not without a tinge of truth. You oh, know, yeah. it's like I, I don't. There isn't everything that's I keep on telling everyone that, you know, I'm like, we've it's like we've seen everything before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What is that saying? It's like there's mm. there are no new ideas. I mean, that's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it can for sure. But yeah, that is the. Oh, my God. That's the, 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 the blueprint for. Uh, yes. That dress. Oh, my God. I mean, Givenchy has done it how many times? Um, <laughs> Tishi, yeah, I mean, under Tishi, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, we get it. Yeah, um, yeah. Magic Man David. It was so funny. We were in the office earlier. And, oh, uh huh. Um, and he was like, you know, when we were discussing our top fives, and he was mm-hmm. like, no Beyonce. Yeah, and we both like froze. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, if. I'm just you said Givenchy and I was thinking about that that one that the she side wore. ponytail. Yeah. That to me was like I refuse to acknowledge this. <laughs> <laughs> Even uh, yeah, no I yeah. I mean, bless. yeah. Bless. Bless. Oh, bless. Yeah. Um, but hey, at the end of the day it's Beyonce at the fucking Met Gala, not me. So <laughs> <laughs> You do your thing, Beyonce. <laughs> oh my gosh. Give us the visuals, babe. We're waiting. This was fun. Oh my gosh. Well, we did it. That was so fun. I'm so glad that we did this. It was a nice little trip down memory lane mm-hmm. yet again on the Met Gala. Guys, chime in. Let us know uh, what your thoughts are, who your favorite looks have been over the, you know, last however many years of the Met Gala. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the party. 
It always is the party. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. I cannot stop thinking about that. The red Chloe dress that I found. How did you not buy it yet? Because I I bought something else. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I bought something else. All right. Uh-huh. Well, you know. You... Maybe I should just buy it. Just buy it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us at the Fitting Room Podcast this week. You can find me on socials at Stylist Brooke. You can find Johnny at Pachuga underscore Vintage. You can find us at Fitting Room Pod. And now you can call or text Johnny and I at 724-CHAT-TFR. That's 724-242-8837.